Hey Mayank, how are you? I'm good, Krishna. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, you were telling me about some you know, bad and good product experiences that you've been having lately. Uh, why don't we talk about that today? Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I think uh, we should always start with the bad news and then uh, wrap it up with the good news. So, uh, okay, the bad experience, I I don't think so. It qualifies as bad, bad experience. It was sort of a, a pathetic experience. And uh, it was actually uh, sort of related to a very important thing, uh, life insurance. And sort of, uh, I have actually, a, I have a HDFC life uh, uh, policy, and which was about to expire in January. Uh, and... 45 days before uh, the uh, renewal date, I started getting emails and SMSs and WhatsApps and calls. Uh, multiple channels. Uh, uh, I can actually give you a count of how many emails I got that, hey, don't forget to renew your uh, policy. Don't forget to renew your policy. Uh, it sort of pushed me so much uh, that I ended up paying, making the payment uh, So for, before the due date, right? of course. Who would wait? Uh, I was like, okay, I am done. Uh, I I'm sort of away for it for at least one year because that's the policy date uh, renewal uh, period. Uh, but uh, surprisingly, uh, and then on the date, so on the due date, two days before the due date, uh, and 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 it is very important that uh, it was a HDFC life uh, policy, and I made the payment uh, through my net banking HDFC. So, uh, very important to note that HDFC and HDFC, they both should know that I have made a payment to HDFC. I don't know if it was a NEFT or what happened, but the payment went through uh, smoothly. Then, two days before the due date, uh, same amount got deducted from my bank account. Uh, and I was like, what happened? Uh, I was sort of surprised because I've already made the payment. And I received a premium confirmation from HDFC Live saying, hey, you have... Uh, Here's your premium receipt. Okay, perfect. But then again, I received another premium cop receipt. Uh, it says, ki, okay, uh, you have paid the, the premium, uh, which I thought ki would be a very basic thing in a, such a big system, which says, ki, ek bar, if you have paid the premium once, uh, ho gaya, just do an auto refund, right? Even if that has happened, but I waited. I waited for four or five days to... I thought someone would actually notice and do something about it or there would be an auto refund, but nothing happened. Sent an email to HDFC Life Support saying, hey, please do something about it. Uh, then it, the frustration started. Uh, I got to know that there is an auto debit on. That's why the second payment happened, which I was never aware of. Never. No one asked me that there is a, going to be auto debit. Well, okay, let's. that's fine. Okay, that's okay. Acceptable. But if I made the payment already, or should this, the auto debit should just cancel, right? Want to know another thing from support? Uh, after they asked me, saying ki, just send us the proof of payment that there is share your bank statement that you have made the payment twice, and I already shared the confirmation premium receipts that I received from there, but that was not enough. So they wanted to know that it's me and I have made the payment. When I made the payment through HDFC to HDFC. Uh, I was like, okay, the person is just following the SOP, which is fine. I uh, sort of downloaded the bank statement, shared with them saying, hey, this is the second payment and this is the first payment. So please do something about it. Uh, seven days happened again. I was like, okay, I have shared everything. 
do something about it i received the same email again they saying ki can you please share this these things uh, these uh, bank documents again and we will look into the issue i was like what this happening with hdfc life and i got so frustrated that i wanted uh, to do something about it because this was just becoming pathetic right uh, in the first place they have charged me twice there is no clue on what who is handling what uh then out of desperation i just googled who is the current ceo of uh, uh hdfc life i did all the permutation combinations uh, and i think the lady's name was uh, vibha padalkar at that point of time so i did vibha.padalkar vibha.p vibha@all the email ids and just wrote to them about what has happened and uh, just told them saying okay, okay what exactly is going and then and i received a confirmation also before that that a refund will be happened then they asked all those it again so i was just shocked to the core that what is what are these people doing right uh, then surprisingly i got a call from uh, a senior leadership uh, sort of uh, person uh, and then she started just blaming me saying ki you are a dumb customer uh, you did not know that you had a auto debit which no one told me about you are a dumb customer that you don't know uh, that auto debit gets pushed 15 days, days before the due date so you are not you cannot cancel that which i did not know anywhere nor hdfc bank told me that there is auto debit which has been activated nor hdfc life bothered they bothered to send me around 20 25 emails and whatsapp messages and smss saying ki renewal date is there but they did not even bother to tell me saying their auto debit has been activated and do not sort of go ahead and make the payment yourself the lady was not willing to understand and she was like okay this happens you are just plain and and i assume that these she was like just trying to tell me you're just a plain vanilla stupid customer who has just uh, paying 20000 bucks for a life insurance policy for life from them and she did not even care about it and that too from a senior leadership point of view Uh, I was trying to tell her on what went wrong and how can you fix it, but she was in no mood. I got frustrated and I was like, okay. Uh, and she was like, I will look into it and do something about it, but nothing happened again. I wrote another email again, uh, saying, "Ki please at least go ahead and give me some refund." Uh, and and uh, then after around a month or so, uh, then someone again from. Uh, senior leadership again reached out who was responsible customer experience and was sort of slightly empathetic so this Sorry. is like a, a a month is it a month's time yes so i was uh, the, the email that okay to the deduction happened on 3rd of january and the first email that i sent to leadership was 17th of january and still there was no clue of what is going on and this kept on happening and i think i received my uh, sort of Uh, the refund i think after a month after a month uh then someone from the leadership team again reached out and was sort of empathetic to understand ki what went wrong and how can they fix it uh, i think that was great on their end i don't know if they have fixed it or not i will get to know that next january uh, that's what i told them that hopefully uh, there would be some things that they fix but uh, there are a lot I, of I things i think that, uh... i think uh, the feedback would have gone to a product manager who would have uh, taken it to the engineering team and then uh, 
between both of them they would have discussed okay i don't think uh, we ha- we have even like 0.1% of customers doing it so let's put this feature in the backlog absolutely, absolutely. i think i think uh, that's that's the sort of so i think we are also uh, sort of culprits on that bit as well right so i as a product manager sometimes sort of let that go saying ki yaar okay customer experience it's okay other things big features get priority but people don't realize the importance of the smaller things and uh, the experiences that sort of make the customer stick right so uh, i'll give an op- op- I-, i think we are sort of going to talk about the good experience uh, at the end so i will sort of talk about how a very good customer experience uh, actually keeps the customer with you and 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 the and the referrals that they bring in right uh, i think if you sort of keep fixing that and know how to scale uh, how to do give a very good customer experience at scale i think you will be able to uh, sort of grow big in your business right uh, coming back to the hdfc life wala bit uh, krishna i actually then went ahead and realized so when when sort of the the uh, senior person who asked saying how what are the key things that they can fix So there were multiple things that they could have done, right? So there are four, three, four touch points that I actually shared with them in a structured manner, saying, "Hey, uh, things that you can solve from technology, even if you don't, uh, so proactively, right? So you can always think about how can you proactively ensure that these things don't get repeated. Uh, how can you actually go ahead and uh, ensure that even if these things happen, uh, how do you sort of uh, reactively use technology to solve these things? And then also." if 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 you are not able to do both i understand that there are tech band tech challenges etc how do you use data to actually ensure that uh, okay something wrong has happened how do you fix them proactively and the fourth thing on even if the customer is reaching out how do you actually enable the support teams uh, to sort of handle such cases and give them enough information so that they are able to resolve the issues on their own right and not uh, not sort of ask the same information again so sort of and these are the things that uh, and and these are very easy things that could have been fixed right so uh, uh, let's start from the first touch point right uh, 45 days before my due date uh, if you want me to make the payment 45 days just ask for an acknowledgement saying ki okay uh, have you read so so what indigo does right if you have a flight delay or uh, there is a flight change they will keep calling you on ivrs or they will be ivrs call till the time you accept if you say yes i have heard and acknowledged they just stop so if if you sort of are worried about that mayank's health is very important which i know hdfc life i, I don't know who care mayank's life but if even if you are worried about say hey mayank should be covered and their fa- his family should be covered just give me an option and and first of all stop spamming me on four different channels i understand your customers would be like ask me what is my preferred channel if 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 just try try with whatsapp because a lot of people are trying on whatsapp you are doing it on whatsapp just ask for a feedback saying if if you have acknowledged then you will be able to if you have enough money on your in your bank account just press one and just stop because i am also worried about i bought a life insurance on my own um, that would have been a very easy thing to do at that point of time proactively without communication also tell me this information saying ki hey tip pro tip uh, do not make the payment and just keep money in your bank account it will get auto deducted so you don't have to worry about making the payment that's that one single line would have sort of saved me from all the 
pain that I went through and also talking about and telling five other people saying, hey, don't buy HDFC Life, they're just a pain. Live without term insurance, live without insurance or buy something else but don't go through this pain. So that would have been a very simple nudge using technology. Let's assume, let's assume that, okay, uh, what you were mentioning, right? The product manager went to engineering, went to the CEO and said, ye to priority nahi hai. Let's, 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 let's assume that that happened, right? Uh, when I made a payment, right? So it's okay, that payment happened. Uh, at that point of time, it would have just checked saying ki this policy has been paid and if there is an auto debit that is there automatically uh, created for this, just cancel that auto debit. That would have been the second check point of failure if you can just add that saying ki, okay, we have received the due amount for this policy. Just go ahead and cancel it if there is an auto pay request already there. Again, same, okay, chalo, theke, technology ka use. Let's assume that did not happen. From the day of second payment, right? As soon as my money got deducted, uh, system should just throw an error. Okay. Uh, or just raise the alert to support team, which says, ki, okay, we have received payment twice on one single policy. How is that possible? Why would you, so while accepting money, you're not putting all these validations, right? But you are very worried about, Ek bhi bar nahi aaya to, to spam kar do. But do bar aa gaya to, no one even is thinking about it, right? So that would have been the third way to solve it at the third point in the journey. Let's assume that that did not happen for some reason. Fourth, just have some data, have one query or whoever is responsible for say uh, support, just give them this visibility uh, by writing just a basic query saying ki how many users have paid multiple times for one single premium. Just proactively go ahead and say, ki, hey Mayank, uh, we have CBC that you have made two payment wise for your policy uh, we have initiated the refund feel free don't worry about it we have it covered that would have been just a wonderful experience and just tell saying my next time just remember that if there is an auto pay don't pay so that would have been like oh, oh shit i made a mistake and hdfc life proactively solved it i was like wow amazing even if they could have solved it three at three steps before that thing right but this would have been still a great voice experience because i sort of i did not have enough information to make an informed decision that I don't have to pay. But that would have been a very good education point and also a wow experience point. But okay, let's assume that did not happen. Even if when I reached out and said, ki, okay, this is what has happened and I shared the premium receipt numbers. It was LTFC life's responsibility to ensure that it has been happened twice. Why do you need, the money has gone to you, right? The support team should be empowered enough or someone in the okay, if you don't want to give them access, should have an escalation metric for such cases, right? That if someone says that the payment has happened or payment has happened twice and the premium receipt number is shared, just go and check if you have, you have the amount has hit, hit your account. And it has hit twice, just go ahead and refund it. Why do you need a bank statement from the user? That to HDF to HDFC, come on. <laughs> uh, chalo, I let that go. Okay, chalo, they need that information. Then I receive uh, a confirmation that a refund has been initiated, but to no avail, the money did not hit. Send them an email again. They ask for the same thing. In today's world where you have tools like Freshdesk and Soho's and the tickets, if the same customer is raising a ticket, you can just write automatic rules that saying if the same customer is repeating the issue or reopening the ticket, assign it to the same person because they have context. 
they asked me the same thing again and i was like okay so there are six points of solutions that they could have implemented and they can post that the call the person that called they sort of are in i don't know in what uh, what position or they just called it from the senior leadership uh, panel or something like that some crazy word if you don't think that this is this is a bad experience for the customer and you're not empathetic about it i don't think so you're going to make decisions or make the experience better for the customer and the customer is going to just go away to any tom dick and harry rather than hdfc because they just they don't want the hassle right and today's customer is sort of becoming a uh, more and more uh, sort of uh, uh, tilted towards whoever gives them a better customer experience right so when we talk about uh, csve or or it's not only customer experience right whoever gives them a better user experience so i think the companies who have been there for in the industry for quite some time they have to think that and understand that customer experience is going to be the key change right so nowadays there are small small new banks that are coming up jupiter has come up who are sort of just open a bank by in a click right and you don't have to worry about spamming etc etc and all the services there these bank employees and bank people have to understand they will cease to exist if they don't act on it and give a good customer experience and they have not been innovating on it this is not peer to innovation so just launching as a super app or just saying ki okay we have an ios app that does not mean that you are going to be giving a crazy customer experience these are the touch points uh, which and 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 and, and offline banking experiences are also crazy so i i have another story when i struggled with changing my address Uh, and i had to go to the bank hdfc again uh, thrice to get my address updated because the the person who was doing it was not and those are sop fixes right so whoever is fix, placing making the sop they are not even thinking about how is it going to impact the customer they are like bas bana do to any sop anything that you are building any flow that you are building think about how is the customer going to react and 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 imagine the experiences that you are getting at other places uh, think about amazon right they are just crazy when it comes to customer experience so okay you got the product but you are not happy with it they just plain vanilla say ki okay just keep it they give you a call back in 5 minutes flipkart of the world so you have to actually think of if you as a customer are you are also a customer right the employee who is designing these sops and uh, sort of setting these up uh, you are also a customer and you are the one who says ki khana thanda aaya hai and want some refund for it right if your expectation is that try to use that uh, expertise and expectation uh, expectation to set up your own sops right jahan pe aap kaam kar rahe ho wahan pe bhi thoda use kar lo and think about customers who benchmark wahan pe niche hai but when it comes to them like nahi nahi we need this we need this to there is a lot to learn from and, and and of course these companies are also learning right but but at least they have to and that benchmark of customer experience is actually going up and up and up so uh, i think zepto came in the market and said ki ha previously it was like big basket sends everything very nice instamart came 30 minutes and zepto is like 10 minutes up if it comes in 20 minutes or like 20 minutes nahi aaya yaar kya kar rahe so that benchmark and the expectation is just going up and up and if you don't innovate and fix these gaps and you have to keep fixing these and sort of live with 
the uh, sort of industry right ki customer experience bars are going up and keep innovating and keep hiring new people who sort of think customer first and not this ki ha bhai kuch hai follow kar lo aur sara control there is some senior person sitting in mumbai hdfc ke office mein they they would do something of it i'm sorry it would have felt like that <laughs> and okay i think uh, you did uh, needed but interestingly what um, no what i can like gather from this is uh, when you look at it from in our profession um, probably this is something that uh, would have happened where uh, from an uh, you know from maybe from an ice framework or uh, it was seen that the number of people who would go through this is probably much lesser uh, compared to the when you do the cost benefit right so as a product manager how should you think and how should you balance that while i understand that the organization culture drives a lot so is it uh, something that uh, a product leadership uh, should actively discuss with the management for it or is there any other way because so, so i think uh, i think there are uh, two ways to look at it uh, one is uh, uh, i think we always sort of be very uh, objective about it saying ki hey and, and and when you talk about impact right so all the frameworks talk about what is the impact what are the percentage of customers that these uh, Uh, uh sort of are going to get impacted because of this uh, i think we generally forget that these are the experiences that will make these customers your customers for life and it will have sort of a very uh, sort of the referral effect right if 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 i would have had a great experience which we will also discuss uh, about that i would go and tell this to 10 and 15 other people as well about it. and we are still talking about amazon's customer experience right so it's very important that okay you apply frameworks you sort of prioritize based on company needs and you have you want to have growth etc it is very important to sort of so uh, one thing which uh, i think uh, we generally try to do is uh, that in general some team sort of allocate some bandwidth for innovation because if you sort of always keep saying ki okay you want to grow the existing business and you want to build features and sort of work on the things that are breaking etc etc similarly there should always be some bandwidth allocated to saying ki how do we work on building the wow customer experience and also solve the uh, 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 the edge cases right the, these are sort of the edge cases for customer experience and how do you proactively handle such scenarios and and give that wow customer experience to the customers so that they become our long term customers so at the end of the day so there is this ratio that Uh, people keep talking about the lifetime value to cac ratio customer acquisition cost so ltv to cac ratio is a very standard term that people use so you can always talk about saying okay you want to get more customers more customers but if you sort of slowly keep on chipping and plugging these uh, customer experience gaps sort of increasing the ltv right and then you have don't have to acquire new customers uh, to fulfill the customers who have left because of pathetic experiences and your cac also remains down to effectively you are sort of working on improving the ratio if that's your end goal right so it's very important to uh, from a allocation point of view i think that's where the uh, uh, push should come from uh, above and that's where i think jeff bezos uh, when it comes to amazon the i remember sort of reading somewhere uh, uh, where jeff sort of had a conversation with the ceo of costco uh, i don't remember exactly the name uh, they amazon was doing their first ad tv ad and that's where uh, the ceo of costco said ki okay uh, don't do this whatever money you spend on marketing just try to bring down the cost for the customers and that would do wonderful 
So I think that's what, and, and post that Amazon, uh, I think uh, recently started doing some ads in India, but they'd never do ads anywhere else. So if, if you, and, and that push comes from Jeff, right? And how do you keep pushing uh, for customer, for how, how, do, how does Amazon does one day delivery? Because it was, the focus was always customers and customer experience. And I think it has to come from top saying, okay, whatever we do, we have to spend say 10% of the bandwidth to fix and do the wow things for the customer experience. And how do you sort of handle these edge cases, et cetera, et cetera. And keep figuring out what are these cases, try to talk to customers and uh, look at, keep looking at these uh, data points and come up with these edge cases and who are those customers who we lost, right? Because of these edge cases and then keep fixing these. And that's where uh, as a product manager also, I am also guilty. I'm not saying I would not have done that and I still keep doing it. But I think that's, that's where the start happens where you sort of keep thinking about customer experience and keep fixing th these things, uh, small, small ones, but every sprint or uh, every one month you pick up one task that you need to fix and keep doing. That's, that's something that all of us should do uh, when we are deprioritizing something, actually, you know, rethinks, not just a cost benefit in terms of money, but you also have to look at it from terms of an experience. In fact, uh, there's a book called The Power of Moments, which talks about you know, how do you convert uh, a pit into a great uh, experience for a customer. That's actually a good read. People remember things in moments, right? They don't, they don't remember a whole trip. They don't remember a whole vacation. So how do you build one great experience? Probably even if you're staying in a hotel, you're probably you're there for a week. Uh, so how do you give them a few hours of great moments that's what remains similarly a few hours of bad moments is what is right yeah. and it does not take a lot right so if for example when you're visiting a, a hotel or something someplace new uh, a, a warm welcome is good enough right so like are you oh, when you went there they had sort of some amazing chocolates when we went and they were very nice people and they had a smile I think if you sort of focus on those small things, I think those are the things that make people come back again and again. And you, then these people will go and talk, right? So people generally forget that people talk and they will sort of, uh, they can bring you 100 customers or they can make you lose 100 customers as well. So I think... Yeah, the, the, the other thing, right? I mean, this I think is again from Amazon where uh, like if, if you do have a bad experience or you get a bad product, they do, um, you know, they refund without, too much of hassle in one of the this thing i think again jeff had uh, told that hey you know we should uh, we should not penalize 99 percent of the customers for a fraud that happens for one person uh, which is so true we we try to plan all processes sops to kind of curtail for that one person and probably give a bad experience to 99 percent of the customer absolutely absolutely i think that's a very interesting point i think uh and, 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 and personally, I think we would be a lot of consumers of all these products, right? So we should keep ourselves in their shoes, right? So if, if for example, that SDFC uh, senior person who called first, if she would have thought saying, okay, okay, what if I would have been in my shoes, how would I have felt? But what if it would have been her money, right? So it's mm -hmm. not, not about money, right? Because uh, at the end of the day, it's just the pain and, and I sort of have a OCD for closure. So I, I need closure. If they would have said, we are not going to give you that money, I would have done something because it was a big amount, but still I need closure. So sort of if we start thinking and putting ourselves in the customer's shoes and say, okay, how would we have reacted? How would others, we should ask five other people, how would they have reacted, right? Ask, just ask your friends. 
you will get to know on how bad that experience would be so i think it is very important to talk about think about customer experience into this well and especially these uh, oldies uh, uh, hdfcs of the world uh, yeah well. i mean they've the the the, the challenges uh, they've uh, worked in a different with a with, with a totally different kind of a mindset and the the audience at that point of time had little choice right in fact you know talking about this i remember um, i think uh, there were two payments that had gone i, I was making a Uh, electricity payment through amazon uh, through my amex and uh, so the first payment uh, i did there was an error but my card was charged uh, the second payment went through uh, and then i so here here the experience with amazon wasn't great so i contacted them after a day and i said okay uh, no i actually waited for two days because we all know it takes two to three days for the then i contacted oh, them seven business days <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i think even i contacted after seven days i, I don't remember but uh, this happened like two three months back and then i told them hey you know what there were there were two successive payments that happened because the first payment got cancelled it didn't go with go through bestcom right so they couldn't help uh, they told me wait uh, for maybe 7 to 9 days then i waited and then again i did not see a refund etc um so i was kind of pissed off then they said okay then uh, we will move you to uh, someone else and then uh, the, so from a chat it went to a call uh, again that person kept asking the same things etc so i was like kind of pissed off then i called amex and uh, i told him hey you know this is what happened i have made this uh, electricity payment through amazon the two payments went uh, was charged my card only the second payment went through he immediately opened up the transaction and he saw two things and he said so don't worry at all uh, so i had told them that i hey you know what i've actually told amazon about this so maybe they will do a refund but then i'm anyway telling uh, you guys so he said so don't worry at all i can see that you made two payments in in a matter of minutes uh, so it's clear and you've made it from the same card so it makes uh, makes everything very clear please don't worry at all uh, we will refund the amount even if amazon comes back Uh, we will tell we will re- we will refund them out so that was a closure that i got immediately right uh, so the experience with amazon was pathetic in this particular because through through chat for 3 4 uh, days this continued in in different uh, time slots right and then on, on the phone they couldn't but then i just call up amex and this guy said don't worry at all so i think um, those are the experiences that you know you you cherish and i think it's, it's also about empowering these support folks right so everyone sort of tries to optimize the cost of support mm. saying okay uh, uh, how do you bring down the cost hire cheaper people and uh, sort of uh, outsource this to uh, these folks i'm sure amex even if they would have outsourced they would have had a lot of quality checks saying okay what sort of people are there and they and they would have exposed those systems to those people right because if they were able to access your card statement immediately there were tools which sort of enable them to get access to those things right and then also decision making so they had the power to actually say okay, okay this these things look similar and this is the amount that you are authorized to refund go ahead and do it why why wait for some decision making it's just plain vanilla uh, and any and these cases would have happened a lot right so that's where you sort of keep improving about uh, around them saying okay and that's where processes the person who owns processes should know saying okay how what is the decision making framework okay we see that these payments have happened together same place same vendor see 99% of the times it would be this it would be a duplicate payment just go ahead and refund even if 1% is a fraud 
that's fine, right? That's the cost of doing business. I think that's where people sort of uh, penny-wise, pound foolish uh, when it comes to customer experience. Yeah, so I think uh, the the takeaway from your experiences, one is I think w- what I see is uh, uh, just don't apply a framework and then try to cut uh, costs. Uh, think from a CX point of view, ex- you know, uh, very uh, consciously. The the other part is with regard to uh, you know the this push has to come from the management right from from the top the third thing uh, um, is that overall empowerment right so that that that's a key thing because many times uh, we we try we we go so much on the sop and then which is very restrictive so even that poor person who's trying to resolve uh, has to stick to the script Absolutely, absolutely. I think I, I think and, and as and it's not only the management, right? So management also actually uh, should be should have visibility, right? So that's where people like the product managers especially should come into picture and say, "Hey, uh, do you drive a culture where you share these cases with the higher management?" Saying, "Okay, the customers are going through this, and put yourselves in the customer shoes." So these edge cases, these exceptions, should be highlighted and talked about. And the company should talk about saying what were the five different exceptions where the customers got frustrated and they abused us. Customers generally don't abuse because they have bought a service from you and they trust you, right? And there will be some reason why they have sort of ended up uh, doing that. So that's where you, in a week, just sit down and figure out what are those five worst cases that were there and understand why it happened. I think that that's that's the sort of visibility that the PM should give to the higher management, and that's that that is what will enable them to take decisions. Say, okay, this is not going good. We should figure out on how many people are going through this, and then let's keep fixing these things. And that's where the allocation of bandwidth should come into picture. Yeah, and what is a good experience that you've had? Okay, so <laughs> I think that that was one of the best experiences. So we actually were planning to buy a mattress, and uh, it's like okay. Big fit, of course, comes into picture, but we were not able to figure out on how do we sort of try them out. And big uh, uh, fit, they have some experience centers in Bangalore, but uh, sort of slightly far away. So we said, okay, what are the next names that come into picture? Sleepwell came in uh, to mind, and we went and figured out, okay, where do we buy Sleepwell? So went to two these two three stores who basically are typical uh, retailers, uh, and the setup was uh, you have five beds and you had five different mattresses uh, not a lot of information people sharing because they are just retailers and they those mattresses had polythenes over them so if you're going to buy a mattress you cannot just lie down on a polythene and then take a call saying oh this mattress feels amazing that's uh, how would i and and and, and it's not a 5000 rupee or a 500 rupee purchase right the cost so sleep well mattresses are generally range between 25,000 to 30,000 uh, as well. So just don't do that, right? Uh, and then we sort of, and and, and surprisingly, Duroflex never uh, sort of stumbled upon in my mind. Uh, there was one more shop, Shobha Resto Plus, uh, where we went and they had a decent setup, but the prices were like twice, 50 to 55,000 rupees. Uh, and, for the similar kind of a mattress and the same who and compared to sleep well or duoplexes are like okay crazy and i did not know that shobha uh, who is a builder uh, in bangalore makes mattresses which is surprising uh, then we sort of stumbled upon a duroflex very nicely lit store and like okay this 
knew that Duroflex makes mattresses, but it was not top of mind recall. We went in and we figured out, okay, so it was a very, very, very good setup. Uh, well spaced. Uh, they had very good beds and mattresses, which did not have any polythene. And the staff was well uh, educated and informed about how, how does it happen? They sort of offered water, etc. Et and they had very uh, good uh, understanding of what mattresses are and what, what, what if, for example, you have back pain or what this material does, what this material etc. So, and it was just brand store. So that sort of was a very, very good experience. And we then finally decided to say, okay, crazy. Uh, they knew everything. Whatever happens, we'll buy this mattress from them. So, and 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 whenever it now everyone anyone talks about mattresses like okay Duroflex has just gone and and what they have done is they have sort of set up these brand stores across Bangalore and they don't and they don't upsell also so I'm generally very hesitant to give share my phone number because I know spamming but I shared my phone number there and they haven't called a single time so that sort of now puts me on like okay mattress Duroflex that's it or puts me. And, and 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 then and think about how would the decision making have gone right when whoever had decided to say we will set up brand stores and we will sort of give this experience that would have been a cost and that's still a cost but keeping the long term view in point if I am going to buy say one mattress from them and I'm going to refer five more people they had it spot on so I think people generally forget the long term vision and some whoever took that decision hats off to them to set up these brand stores at at very very prime locations of Bangalore and they must not be selling a lot from there uh, but I think they're going to acquire a lot of customers and that's where their sort of digital push also comes into picture that you they don't only sell mattresses but other products as well and you can just buy them online so what they did is acquire customers for the long term and not short term they did not think short term I think that's what my learning was and that was one of the best experiences ever so I would definitely recommend Duroflex to anyone who wants to buy mattresses. Yeah, in, in fact, um, if, if you look at it, I mean, you don't buy a mattress uh, every year, right? So uh, they could have even thought the other way and, you know, gone down south where all, all that matters is just sell it off, right? Rather than that, they're looking at uh, giving a great experience so that uh, you talk about it to other people and... And, and, and then strategically, so now uh, my wife says that bed we will go and buy the bed from there. You don't buy a bed from Duroflex, but just because, and they probably would have smartly sort of acquired it from someone else. They don't have this expertise, right? So even if that happens, they don't want to earn money from it. So that's the beauty of giving great customer experience and making smart business decisions. You just adjacent products who which sell with uh, the mattresses, bag one. So I think with that uh, good note, let's uh, end this podcast. Thank Krishna. I think I have a lot of other uh, customer experience stories and I think we, we should keep on talking about uh, different experiences that we go through. And and if, and if some, uh, I think I have sort of gone through a lot of uh, uh, posts on Twitter and uh, it's, I think especially Twitter and LinkedIn where people sort of share their uh, rant stories and their experiences. If someone wants to sort of come on to our podcast and share their customer experience stories as well, we would be more than happy to host them. Yeah, that's true. We can actually dissect uh, from a product angle and then see what went wrong and what we could do better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thanks everyone for uh, listening in.
If you like this podcast, then do share it. And you can reach out to us at productmanagement0100 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at pm underscore journey. Thank you very much.